Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That's the big voice guy, which means I get another week, and this time I get to see him face-to-face, which is always a good thing. We text a ton. We're like texting buddies, but I get to see him face-to-face. Another good week for me because that's one more time that I get a chance to talk to Jacob Padilla. This is Nebraska Preps post-game. Very eventful night on multiple occasions, multiple reasons. Uh, First, both two nights, uh, Monday and Tuesday. I'm glad that we waited for all the games to be <laughs> yeah. played before. And I kind of like how, and listen, full disclosure, I kind of took Jacob's lead. Yeah. You know, he asked us what we, in legal terms, call a suggestive question. <laughs> hey, how's the schedule looking? Nebraska media availability on Monday. What do you think about Wednesday? I was like, oh, that's great, because you, you said all the finals will be done. I was like, oh, okay, let's do that. <laughs> Wednesday it is. And I love the programming note, yeah. too. Then we can still make the make it down to PBA for for the Class A girls games um, later today as we record this. Yeah, um, we'll we'll be we'll be hustling yeah. for multiple reasons. You'll be working, I'll be parenting, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'm pretty excited because I think in Class A. How about for you and your family? Both. Well, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It is it is you know in JP I don't like I can tell you this because I I mean we're in that tree of trust right I. I typically don't get all gushy, right? I'm I'm not a nostalgic kind of guy, but watching Maya come to Caleb's game, you know, she was sitting with us in the corner. I'm in my proverbial corner up there, and she's got her phone going, and she's watching Lincoln North Star on Huddle, and she's waiting for the game to tip, and I'm like, you know what? Like at that moment, <laughs> it 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 truly dawned on me that I'm like, you know, this is pretty cool. Sibling support. She knows she's got a job to do, which is how I would, how I would want it to be. Stay focused, you know, get a good night's rest. And here we are, and I we rode the gamut of emotions with Lincoln High, and then I went home. And you're working the whole time. <laughs> We're kind of we sent a couple of quick texts about how the gameplay yeah. was going with. Nebraska, but I knew you were going or West Side, but I knew you were going to have to lock in to Nebraska at some point. Well, also I had no choice because of the wife and the arena um, for long stretches. Uh, could yeah, no good luck trying to scre- stream something, which is what I was doing. I watched the the first half on uh, on the YouTube of the West Side Live. Uh, they do I, a good I, job. I did get a C a little bit at the end, and then and I saw the the tying bucket from Vince Garrett. We'll talk about that in a minute here, but um, yeah, it was. I mean, 
obviously uh, – unbelievable feeling seeing both your kids accomplish their goals and then make it through i uh i was there um on monday at elkhorn south got to see three of my that was a great tweet because you're you're if i'm not emotional you're you're way not emotional i mean you're mr business i felt like that was cool so the osa padilla Padilla reference with your three studs guys made it through to to state uh in total between the various teams isn't that cool you know, and, and I think it was Jay, uh, you know, my wife tweeted out last night. She just, obviously, I'm doing my thing. She's doing hers. I'm watching Nebraska basketball. And she's just kind of in in genius spec, <laughs> kind of reflecting. All of our 15 and 16 U's, with the exception of Will Cooper, who, barring injury, may very well, because I was scared of Millard South the whole time in that district seating, especially with a healthy Will Cooper. Everybody's playing at state, yeah. right? From, from the old ETG, like the Mossers, the Glocks, the Millikens, the Oddbodies, the Mitchells, the Bennings, the Cade Cooks, like Aiden Zickman, all, yep. Trey Mosman, like all those guys are playing in state. And we have Malik Crawford, Kevin Brown. It was just cool to see all those guys back at state. Yeah, and congrats to Central City. What seventy six years? Yeah, um, first I, time back at the state tournament. Um, that grinder of a game, but they, they it was. It out. Um, they need a shot clock. <laughs> I, I, and and I know it's low hanging fruit, yeah. and I, these some of these coaches that I have to see all the time from you know C one, C two, even some in B. I don't know if Coach Jurgens would look at me and be like, "Hey, man, like." <laughs> Shot clock. We don't need no stinking shot clock. We do just fine. Oh, just uh, imagine trying to, <laughs> to score against them with the shot clock. That would be, yeah, yeah. be miserable yeah. for some. So careful what you ask for. But it's just cool to see. This is a great time of year. And shout out JP to all the schools and their streaming services, oh, yeah. their their broadcast teams, and. It's fantastic. And for the effort of what they're doing, I can put up with hearing Lazaric as opposed to Lazaric because <laughs> it's hard in high school to get pronunciations. That, well, that's the one thing like that I've that does uh, bother me is the names like that's uh, just as a learning experience. I like try to that's the one thing that you need to do as, as a broadcaster, like as a growing broadcaster, go and talk to the, somebody from the other team before the game. Get those names, get that pronunciation. That is your number one job when you go into a game. Shane, I don't know if he's just being nice to me because I'm always giving him love. But I said on Tuesday morning, I said to Andrew, I go, hey, sh- should I give a little more grace during high school broadcast because high school's tough? Or is it because it's what I do for a living that I take pride in getting it right yeah. and i gave him a couple of examples i remember hell's house dodge i did a game in like 11 or 12 and i was mispronouncing a name and you know on the public media networks yeah. email they're like they'll tell you and i remember just recent not recently it was three or four years ago with york the simon Odie versus simon Adi, and yeah. they were quick to tell me because the, sometimes the pa addresser doesn't always get it yeah. right and what i've heard now is much like with flores Sometimes even the yeah, parents there's, don't. There's they they, they just don't. go yeah. with it, right? Yeah. So, but you always gotta ask. So I wanted to know. I'm like, am I wrong? That I just wanted to hear Lazaric, yeah. Lazaric, 
not you know not Lazarus. Or is is that constructive criticism? That's what we're going for. Like we we want you to be as good as you possibly can be. Uh, And again, that's what this is for, for them to learn. Um, And and it's great that this exists Um, because, especially considering how many games are going on, we watched four games on Monday, and I loved it. We we kicked it off. We well, full disclosure, we flipped a coin, Uh, but we started with Central City. Yeah. And it was it was right on time. We watched the open. I, we sent it to Brett and Leah, who Aiden's parents out there, and we're like, "Hey, we're watching." They're like, "Hey, give us you know, give us some good karma, you know, because a couple of those games early that, that we'll get into, um, you know, Miller North got out to a good lead. The the prep southeast thing we talked about. I don't know who's going to end up being right, but I feel like we need to revisit the southeast versus southwest thing because we could never land on what we thought, right? And we thought if Southeast ever figured out consistency, that's a dangerous bunch. Well, let's dive into the game because we got a lot to get through in a short amount of time because you got places to be. Um, just, the high, just the high school. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be at Westside. Yeah. The Class A, again, the credit to, to Lincoln. We talked about how they're going to need to pull some upsets to get multiple teams down to Lincoln. That's exactly what they did. But um, Bellevue West – Took care of business, I would say, one by 25 against Northeast. And, again, they didn't they didn't play particularly well offensively in either game and still won by a lot, which is just kind of testament to them now at 25-0. and 0. Um, That Grand Island game, Stephen Pulichek led them in scoring, 18 points, 6-9 from three, which that's your, like, seventh man. Real quick? Uh, yeah. You want to give him a clutch moniker or not yet? Uh, Ivan, uh, he, he has hit a few important ones, and again, like he the, killed, he yeah. he hit some big <laughs> ones against us. Very much, he is icy, and and yeah. he kind of low key gives it to the opponent. I like him. Well, and he's he's been playing up in the summer for Greg a long time, team, yeah. um, last couple of years. So um, taking on like n- not not afraid of anybody, but um, took care of business. So uh, they're the one, uh, and they will face the the eight and uh, Lincoln North Star who. Man, they, they nearly got Gretna the first time, came back, got him the second time. And um, first they had to win a, a good uh, one against Brian, um, won that by 11 and um, just kind of five-point game in halftime, just opened it up in the third quarter. Um, and your man, Lazaric. Lazaric <laughs> <laughs> Houston, 23. Houston. Uh, only missed two shots. He, he is he really so has tough. has has a really has had a really good second half of the season in particular. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a big fan as you know, right? Yeah. I mean and and we'll get to Southeast in a minute. But that backcourt played spent a lot of time playing together in our summer organization. So I got to see both of them play and he's just two fearless competitors. He kinda did his own thing and went to North Star and, you know, Brennan Clemens coming along, the big three from Gat, like it was 41-38. When he took that three from the top of the key, were you thinking, no, 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 yet? It goes in, and that environment, yeah. you know what Gretna does. But the navigate Lincoln North Star student section, boy, they brought it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was it was 43 all, right? And yeah. And then uh, Gretna didn't score again. North Star scored the last five. But um, so in the first game, uh, North Star held Brian to 35% from the field with 16 turnovers. In the second game, North Star held Gretna to 38% from the field, including two of 15 from three. And credit to Coach Steinbrook coming in here. Um, 
really turning that program around. And uh, they're so tough defensively, finding out ways to use different zones to take advantage of their length. There aren't many teams that have the length that they can throw out there. Um, outside uh, Lazaric, they've they've got all six three long uh, up and down the lineup or more up out, out up to six eight, um, six nine whatever with long arms and they ma switch up the matchup zones. Um, they, they just they pressure they, they, they just bust out all kinds of different tricks uh, to, to keep you guessing and uh, make it tough to, to score on them and that's that's how they've gotten here. So seventeen and eight now. Um, again, credit to, to Steinbrook in his first year there, getting uh, getting the Gators back to state. Yeah, taking over for Coach Katroki, Coach Q as we like to call him. I think it's a unique matchup because if 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 North Star believes defensively they can cause some issues, they can switch out on the perimeter. I just the scoring is going to be a problem, and and I think ball handling will be a problem. North Star will have to use some bigger, longer bodies to bring the basketball up because you're going to see some very good on-the-ball defenders and a very underappreciated, outside of Jacob Padilla and ODB, good defensive team. Bellevue West doesn't get near enough love for their ability to get stops. Yeah. Um, the, the one Lincoln team that uh, – that you kind of expect that was a one seed was Lincoln East, and they took care of business. Uh, they're 19 and five now. They, uh, they beat Omaha Westview, um, clo uh, decent in half, and then opened it up in the third quarter. Carter Temple Meyer. West, West, Westview's on the come. Yeah, uh, I mean all freshmen sophomores, but they, they've got some good coaching staff and some some good young players there. Um, didn't go, didn't go down without a fight, um, but uh, it had 23 from Card Temple Meyer, 10 points, nine rebounds for, from Connor Hamilton. Then uh, against Southwest, it was the ups uh, six point game at halftime, uh, and then uh, East just kind of opened it up 24 to 15 in the third quarter, turned that game around, and Southwest was chasing the rest of the way. Um, so that that was, or they they were down for at halftime is what I meant. Uh, looking at, um, and then they just turned it around in that third quarter and then held on in the fourth. Um, Connor Mick, or Carter Mick, twenty four points, five five uh, five assists, four rebounds, four steals, and Christian Molesson, nineteen points and eleven rebounds. Um, so again, I, I just how about the big three from Lindquist? Well, uh, and Jared uh, Jared Townsley, fifteen points, seven rebounds. Like again, all five of their starters. Could be any any of those guys at any game, uh, at any point, which makes them tough. And uh, Southwest, um, they and East went twenty to twenty six from the free throw line. They didn't shoot great. Um, Southwest hit more threes, but they they, uh, they found other ways to win. Uh, Ryland Smith had nineteen, uh, Chuck Love at eighteen, Braid Frager at fifteen. But again, just the defensive. Uh, attention, detail, discipline, that third quarter just got away from them. And then once once you're chasing points, it, it gets tough. Yeah, Southwest is interesting because that was kind of always the debate with us. We assume, we, we kind of – we said – correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, we felt like Lincoln East was the best team collectively. Integral parts, Jeff Campbell, they are the most cohesive unit. We went back and forth on Southwest and Southeast. We felt like if Southeast figured out a style – they could be pretty dangerous, right? How to use Helkman, you know, Taymor, uh, you know, their their backcourt. They have depth along the front line. But we feel like the most explosive pieces may be at Southwest with Frager and Love. Helms can score the basketball. 
Uh, we know about Ryland Smith, kind of the veteran guy. They just couldn't quite piece the yeah. chemistry piece together. No. Um, and, that, again, that's that, That's what that was. East, their chemistry just they're unbelievable. fantastic. They play so they're well together. Um, how about their how team defense? Yeah. Very underappreciated. Their scout, they do a fantastic job of, of not – letting you do option one and one a they make you go to one b and sometimes option two and they're the four they'll play uh your west side warriors who played probably the the, the best game of the the district final round uh that took care of business against burke although uh kind of messed it was only up three at halftime yeah, and it then, wasn't uh, good for two and a half quarters 55 <laughs> points in the second half yeah uh, it's like I, i'm guessing there might have been uh a, a little talking to uh, yeah, it a little bit at halftime um but uh, good, good to see for me personally. Good to see um, Kevin Brown back out there, um, coming off the knee injury. Um, I talked to him after the the last game of the regular season. Like, oh yeah, I'm playing next week. I was like, okay. Um, and he, he was out there, gave him six point or seven points. But uh, um, yeah, C.J. Mitchell was spectacular. Eighteen points, seven assists, um, four steals, and um, Maddox Anderson added fourteen. Kevin Stubblefield fifteen. Uh, one by uh, 27 there, um, but eight, uh, Lincoln High, and we talked that it was going to be a tough matchup with the size, the athleticism they can throw out there, and Lincoln High behind Vince Garrett gave them everything Westside could handle, um, took it to overtime, and uh, Westside managed to, to pull it out there 83-76 in overtime to, to punch their ticket, and again, knowing that uh, with Gretna losing, the wild card was already spoken for. It was win or go home in that game. Um, and just phenomenal performances from Tate Oddbody for Westside and Vince Garrett uh, for Lincoln High. Combined 59 points, I believe, between the two of them. Yeah, some, so many interesting things went on in that game. Westside getting away from what they did so well in the first half. Well, they were at 59-50 going in the fourth quarter. And it was 69-59 and 69-58. And Lincoln High scores the last 11 points yes. uh, to take that thing into overtime. But just uncharacteristically, but characteristically, uncharacteristic of the game, Westside had taken good care of the basketball for three quarters, inexplicably a turnover machine in the fourth quarter, got getting sped up. And I'm just telling you, Garrett Jr., his versatility oh, yeah. was fantastic. He's got good depth or touch. Yeah. Uh, depth is probably more of a golf term, but he's got good touch. Um, he's a he's a bucket getter. I don't know why Faines didn't play more, but Westside had no answer for him early either. And maybe they didn't like the matchup with him guarding defensively with Oddbody because he was getting loose in the first half. But boy, they got a tandem. I I liked him. I I, I liked uh, you know I like Gaines in the in the backcourt for them. He was crafty. You know Elvis Wynn. Hit some big threes for them. I'm going to give Coach Noble a ton of credit. And I know people talk about his personality. Oh, he's tough and, you know, he's, it's his way or the highway. And now listen, 2010, he had him there. Um, I just think their toughness and their relentlessness almost won out. They played harder, longer than Westside. Well, I mean, and the, the time bucket from Garrett just. 
bowling ball hey, right through. He was bounding. Yeah. The minute he touched the ball on the post, I looked at our offense. I looked at Coach Sakura, and I go, man, they can't stop him. Oh, and did it without the offensive foul too. He was out of control. He's stronger than you. Moved you out of the way and put in with. How about his touch it. though? Yeah, exactly. It's right? a tough bucket. He um, he bullied you, yeah. but then the soft little baseline right. floater. Yeah. It. Yeah. He was a handful. Yeah. So I believe he had 28. Uh, Tate Advati, 31 on 10 of 15 shooting, including 5 of 9 from 3. Hit all six of his free throws. Kevin Stubblefield had 19, but he had to really work. 18 shots, I think it was. Not um, a good night for Kevin yeah. Stubblefield Jr. Yeah. Caleb, good. 11, uh, 4 assists. Uh, Malik Crawford came up big. 10 points, six, uh, 6 rebounds, 4 you, assists. You ready for this? He's kind of the X factor. Between he and Kevin Brown, whoever is the fifth contributor – if they play well, that team is different. And now that Westside can play small, if Malik takes good care of the basketball, well, he's tough for your fours because yeah. that's, in essence, who you have to guard him with. You have to guard him with a four. Yep. So Westside uh, p- pulled that one out, 18-7 um, and seven going in the po- uh, into the, down to Lincoln here. Um, it's top half of the bracket. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Uh, Millward North, um, two seed. Uh, Carney, that game kind of went like I thought. Like Carney game, like you know Carney's not going down without a fight. I think they made made it a four-point game in the fourth quarter uh, in the final, but uh, Miller North pulled it out 75-66. I'm probably asking the wrong guy because you coach him in the summer. Were you surprised at the lineup down the stretch for Miller North with uh, Davis, Mosser, Moni, uh, who's my post, Super Smooth, Rollins, yeah. and, and – I've been told it's Gath. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Gath is. Um, I, I thought how they. I should ask Kelly. I yeah. see him all the time well, all the, summer. Yeah, the AE um, is, is a tough. But that was the down. that was the five that they went with in yeah. crunch time in the fourth quarter. Well, you think that's what they do? Uh, it's certainly an option there because Luke is going to take care of the ball. He's going to give you good on-ball defense. Um, he's going to move it, get it, get it to the right guys. Um, and sometimes that's kind of what you need—a steadying presence. Even more so than a guy that's going to go get you a bucket uh, in that situation. Uh, but they, they, the guy who was getting them buckets was Eli. Um, he had phenomenal uh, district round. Uh, and they beat, uh, beat Northwest by 31. He had 18 points, four assists, four steals in that one. Uh, really efficient. Then uh, in the 75-66 win against Carney, 27 points, six rebounds, five assists, eight of 15 from the field. Uh, five of eight from three. He's streaky, uh, isn't he? Well, and I had a uh, coach I know there text me. He's like, "Who is this kid?" I'm yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, he's yeah, he's." Because you 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 yeah. pitted against the scouting report, yeah. and he defied the scouting report because he was uber efficient from behind the arc, yeah. which is not historically who he's been. Yeah. So sometimes for him, number one, I think it starts with his confidence. If if 
Because sometimes I think sometimes he sells himself a little short. But when he lets the game come to him, and he plays with the athletic, like kind of his God-given athleticism, he can be a difference maker. We've seen him play well in some long stretches on the shoe circuit as well. So you know he's capable. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if, the, if man they get that that Eli moving forward, they're going to be a tough out down, down there in Lincoln. They got 16 from Jacob Martin off the bench there. Derek Rollins 15 and eight. Um, Carney got 25 from Jack Dahlgren and 23 from Ben Johnson, but couldn't quite uh, find a third score to go can, with him. Can I ask you something real quick? Because you're a basketball head, do you have a Ben Johnson comp? I, Caleb and I, the, Caleb and I went through this yeah. for probably 30 minutes. Yeah. He's a different. I don't. You don't think he's gonna give you what he gives you, yeah. and then you wake up and he's giving you twenty. Yeah, he's tough. <laughs> Long wing can rebound, can step out and shoot. Yeah, um, yeah he he's a tough one. He's again just a sophomore, so um, be fun it's to watch. A, him he's a good grow. player. Um, and, and they'll get uh, the storm. Like I mentioned, uh, Elkhorn South. I was there watching uh, them win that. Uh, they uh, won. They won their two district games against the Papio teams. Very different ways. Uh, first game, 86-9, all offense. Uh, they were 25-28 from the free throw line, 9-22 from three. Evan Warner at 23 on 7-12 shooting. God, he can shoot. Noonan, 22. Caden Stone, 21. Gavin Hornbacher gave him nine. Like, they got contributions from everybody. Then uh, in the district final on Monday, 53-49, they pulled it out uh, against Papio South. Um, down early, they uh, – Papio South scored the uh, Bryson Ball scored the first five points of the third quarter to put him up 16 to nine, and then Elkhorn South went 12-0 the rest of the half, shut him out, took the lead at halftime. Um, Papio South rallied to make it a 50-49 game uh, at the end, and then didn't score again. And um, some, some huge plays down the stretch there um, by Caden Stone, who had a really rush shooting game, could not throw it in the ocean. Goes up and gets an offensive rebound, gets fouled, hits a free throw um, to, to put him up uh, two at that point. They go down, they miss, um, get the rebound, and uh, Gavin Hornbacher gets fouled, misses a free throw. Stone goes up and gets that offensive rebound uh, and gets fouled again and hits two to, to seal the game at that point. How, how far do you think their tenacity can take them? Because Coach Zunbrenner, he's Zunbrenner, he's got them – they play hard. Year one as a young coach to get them back to the state uh, tournament after losing six or seven seniors from last year's team, including their leading scorer. And they're seeing and heavy their again post. this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it really has been those five seniors. Two of them were returning starters, and Jackson Moore Swan, who was fantastic in the fourth quarter, scored the first bucket, then assisted the next five, uh, finished with eight, uh, seven assists and no turnovers in that game. Um, and, and Noonan, obviously, um, coming back. But then the, the three guys that played for me kind of played bit roles, didn't, didn't play a ton last year, um, and stepping in this year, those guys have basically driven their success all season long, that five group, uh, and they all made huge plays in that fourth quarter. Um, so really cool to see kind of what they were able to accomplish this season. I'll, be, um, I'll continue to be the president of the Alec Noonan fan club, too. Okay. He's relentless. Yeah, yeah. He's, and sometimes that's – I just wish more people understood what just outlasting people can get you because that's really what he does. He just keeps coming. Yep. He's a handful. I, I know Midland are excited about that yet. Um, so that's the two versus seven, and then the, the final. We already talked about Gretna. They, they uh, captured the, the, the wild card. Um, they'll be the three seed. 
uh, beat beat Fremont in the first game, um, and then just could not throw it in the ocean against North Star. Um, Pekorski and Wilcoxon, who combined for It's a terrible matchup for them. They combined for 40 in the first game and still had to survive a a, a game-winning three-point attempt at the buzzer to pull out that one. Combined 14 points on four of 20 from the field, including 0 and 9 from three. Um, Gretton is just not going to win against another good team when when Wilcoxon doesn't make a three to what it was. He was 4-6. Well, they suffocated him. And well, because he lit him up in the first game, yeah. they had to have known like, hey, we cannot let this because they kept they lost him with they, the zone. They they, they, just, they needed the third quarter Roselle the majority of that game, right? Because I think he's the one guy that can change things dramatically for that, especially along the front line with that athleticism of Clemens and Sandoval. Like, I mean, those guys are long, and you need Roselle to to help you out, or maybe you use Cade Cook. And, sh- down a big and stretch them to get them away from the hoop. And midseason addition, obviously moving in from Wahoo, um, kind of f- feeling his way out early on. They're kind of using him as a post. He's always been more of a ball handling wing. Um, they've got him listed as a center, and he is six six. Um, but so kind of feeling his way out. But I think seven points. That was probably one of the uh, most productive games that he's yeah. had that I've seen for them since he's transferred over there. So. If he provides another option, that would be big. You get a fifth kind of guy that is able to, to make plays and knock down shots there to, to go with that, that, that main four. Um, that, that's what Gretna is going to need. But I, 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 I'd be shocked if we, we go through the postseason here and um, they go a game without Wilcox and hitting a three again. So, and he's um, a gamer too. Yeah. And so they will face Southeast, who also pulled off uh, an upset in 16-9. Um, I was there on Saturday when they, they beat North Platte and – Honestly, they didn't they didn't play super well offensively. Um, they just North Platte just couldn't couldn't score against them. Um, shot under forty percent from the field, two of eighteen from three. Uh, ben got Dak had seventeen and eleven in that game. Jake Hilkelman had eleven, uh, and Marty Shoemaker um, coming off the bench as a sophomore. He had eleven in that game. He played well uh, against Prep as well. Uh, scored ten points uh, for them. Dak at 11 points, 12 uh, rebounds, four blocks. Are you comfortable relying on depth at this stage of the season with a couple of guys that have kind of emerged late for Southeast? Yeah, I think they, they've kind of pared down the rotation a little bit. They're kind of locked in on the they got seven, some options. eight guys um, that they're going with. But, again, didn't play super well offensively, but found a way to win with their defense, 47-42 against Prep. Prep was up um, it was 25-22 at halftime, and then – they until the, like the last like the first uh, was it 14 minutes of the second half they had scored like 10, 10 points. points and prep was getting look after look to to cut into that it was like 40 31 a lot of good looks how just long were not going. Well, it seemed like it was 40 to 33 for about 15 minutes of real lifetime yeah <laughs> and that was like at the 7:30 wow that was like at the 7:32 mark yeah. Um, so credit to, to Southeast, they, uh, held prep to 30. So they held North Platt 38% from the field, two of 18 from three. They all prepped at 33% from the field, five of 22 from three. Um, so again, winning with defense there. So that's your class A field. Um, we, we got to go. Yeah, yeah, I'll let fire. you go rapid yeah, fire. Uh, uh, class B. And how about this for a first-round game? Scud against Bennington. Oh, I know. One versus eight. Uh, uh, and a lot of teams are two teams that are used to winning. Yeah. Bennington lost to Blair on a half-court bank buzzer beater um, in the the district uh, se- the sub-district final, um, but then get, got into the district finals and beat Beatrice to, to punch their ticket to the field. Um, 
the Elkhorn credit Elkhorn they won 15 of their last 16 hey, games. So you know what's funny? Remember two weeks ago I go kind of nonchalant, you know, I said oh, it seems like they found just enough offense. Yeah. Right? Cuz yeah. you could kind of see this coming and people wanted to knock their schedule, but I think they found just enough offense and that school is used to winning. Yeah. Um uh, so they they beat Mount Michael. Uh, I was there at Scut, and then they turn around the next day and knock off Scut, uh, 48-47. Uh, Ethan Youngtum had 22, went 10 of 11 from the free throw line, um, and that's really I mean Elkhorn shot 33% from the field, had 15 turnovers, but hit 17 free throws. Mm. And I mean Scut, that's that's the one question. Like offensively, they can they can fall into some ruts um, where guys aren't hitting shots, maybe not making great decisions. Um, they still defended very well. Obviously, only gave up 47 yeah, points, 48 points. But good point. Um, so gr- great, great job from Elkhorn there. Um, five is Crete, who lost to Norris, but then turned around and smacked Waverly uh, in, in the the district final there to, to punch their ticket. Platteview beat Ralston, Gross, and Seward um, all by double by double. a lot. Yeah. Uh, despite shooting uh, three of 15, five of 19, and three of 21 from three. Um, Milliken had 35, 16, 6, 25, and 13, and 25, and 12, and 7 uh, in those three games. Uh, but they're going to have to get the, they're going to have to get shots to fall um, t- once we get down there to Lincoln if they if they want to make a deep run. Um, but they'll face the probably the best story of the sub district district round. Norris and seven seed. Oh yeah. Beat Beatrice 42-39. Chris Garner go ahead uh, go ahead bucket with I believe 2.4 to go. Um, and then intercepted a pass and got fouled. Uh, Beatrice didn't get a shot up. Then, uh, so that's freshman Chris Garner, second game. Uh, two overtime against Crete, 63-61, uh, they won it. Uh, uh, Barrett Bosiger, 28 points, game-winning three with about six seconds left. Um, second week in a row, you've got, you brought him up. Five of eight from three, um, and um, Garner also had 14-6 in that game, and then Ron Colley, 39-38 uh, on a game-winning three from McCoy Folkerts, uh, another freshman. Uh, Garner, uh, so Norris tried to run down the clock, then turned it over. Uh, Ron Colley got a steal and a go-ahead layup with like eight seconds left. Um, called timeout, put the ball in Garner's hands. He drives, draws two, spins, kicks it to the left wing, and Folkerts there knocked down the shot. Um, so that, that's how uh, Garner had 18 points, 15 rebounds, and uh, four assists in that one. Um, that's the name you're going to continue to hear about there, um, some former Husker. Um, but just all freshmen, sophomores from Norris, like, again, you, those are the only names I mentioned. They're going to be around for a long time. Uh, and then Scott's Bluff and York both took, uh, took advantage. Uh, Nate Kelly continues to have a great season for the Bearcats out there as a freshman. Uh, and then York, uh, 20 27 points from Barrett Olson in the district final to, to beat York. 10 of 15 from the field, hit six threes. Um, so that's kind of your, your Class B field. Uh, mostly chalk in, in the lower classes. Uh, I already mentioned Central City. Congrats to Elkhorn Valley, who made their first state tournament. Um, and mentioned Brendan Olendick during my shout-outs at one point during this year. Yeah, that was about really a month ago. Player. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll close out with, with uh, those here. Uh, Holdren Sr., Jackson Heinrichs, uh, scored 19 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists uh, in a 1-point win against Gothenburg. Turned around, 
46 points, 16 of 30 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 12 of 16 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 steals, and a block in a 70-68 win against Cosa. They needed every single one of those 46 points. Um, Lincoln Parfue Sr., Maurice uh, Reed had 59 points in, in their two games last week, um, had 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 8 steals, go with his 29 against uh, Nebraska Lutheran. Uh, and then 30, uh, really efficient, 5-9 from 3, 7 rebounds, 3 assists uh, against Osceola, um, which was really they – they won that by 13. Perfect. Really good win for them. Uh, Fremont freshman Corian Gallatin had 33 points, 11-19 uh, from the field, 7-14 from 3, 4-5 from the line, 5 assists. Can they get him some Northwood. help over time here during his career? <laughs> yes, because he averaged almost 19 points a game, came up 2-3 shy of hitting 100 as a freshman. Shot 46% from three. That is ridiculous. And then final one, I mentioned Michael Hassenstab, I think, a couple weeks ago. Game-winning Omaha three Northwest. for Omaha Northwest, the senior. Game-winning three with about three seconds left uh, in their kind of district playing game. And how about Columbus. the shout-out just to them? I think that got them to five wins, which, yeah. I mean, for all the other extracurriculars that Coach Perry gets into with the district alignment and student assignment plans and things of that nature – it's a good job by this basketball team this year. Yeah, 10 of 15 from the field, 9 of 13 from three. Just phenomenal three-point shooting season for uh, for that kid who continued to get better and better. I know the North Co Northwest coaches are really proud of him. Uh, and that's a nice little memory for them to close out. Again, tough season, but um, bo both uh, Fremont and uh, Northwest were able to build some good memories there, pick up that, that first-round win before before season or season end. Yeah, heck of a show. A yeah. lot to get into in a little bit of time. Feel a little compressed? Don't worry. On Monday when we recap this thing. Oh, yeah, we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll we didn't want to touch the too classes, much on the girls game. Boys, but, girls. Yeah, we'll recap all the, the girls tournament next week, get you another preview heading into the boys tournament, and then we'll come back to all wrap up that after that. So. Two big shows coming up here to close out the, the regular season for if, or the season for high school basketball. If there's anybody that's reliable, it's the guy next to me. <laughs> he, he does what he says. That's the JP way. It's Nebraska Preps postgame. Don't you miss us next week. A Herd at Sports Network production.